0: Yes, this is the lady of the house speaking.
1: Yeah, hi, uh, I'm here for Mike Diamond. My name's Aaron.
0: Ah, yes, the fella that I summoned to lay some pipe. Sure, something like that. Uh,
1: You said you got a a clog in your uh, bathtub, so
0: uh, just point me to the direction. Right this way, follow me. Thank you very much. Well, anyway, here we are, here we are in the bathroom the bathtub just doesn't seem to be draining anymore. Okay. Well, first off, number one,
1: you got a dead guy in your tub.
0: Yes, it is a dead body. Shocked, surprised. No,
1: not really. I mean, uh, you wouldn't be surprised that many times what I see, you know, uh, one time I, uh, there was a dog and the dog would look at the mirror in front of the bathroom. Like oh and gets spooked out, and then so one would've... time he gets his little nose caught in the drain, and he can't get so out. He can't the get guy, out. the owner of the house, goes, "I know what I'll do. I'll just cut out the tub." I'll cut out the the whole so shower. They cut out the whole shower thing. Where do they find? They find a mummy. It's so crazy. So then they take the gold to a museum, and they're like, "Hey, uh, we found this mummy, literal mummy wrapped in toilet we paper. Found this mummy with gold, right? And we want to turn it in because we we want a museum to. Oh have my it. god, do you know who this is? This is like a really famous king in like Greek his times. body was kidnapped from another museum, and somebody kidnapped him and moved and it's just like
0: welcome to hello ugly the Dragular recap show for season three episode two titled don't suck my name is joe batanz and i am joined as always by one non-binary pro-lifer with a penchant for abortion from the Bloody Podcast Network, please say hello, uglies, to Lori Camp. Hello. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to tell you something. Your computer even doesn't like you doing anymore. It cuts you off now when you say shut. Sure, some... There seems to be I some I think it's because
1: of... I'm too loud. Yeah. yeah. So I got to say it. I got to say it better. I got to be like, so do that again. Hey,
0: Joe, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for reals, Lori, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, uh, you know, I, I'm at that, well, you know, when you're like super, super tired, mm-hmm. but then like when you know that you're, cause after this, I'm going to bed.
0: Oh, you're, you're you like, you're, you're going like, you're like, when we're done doing this, you're going straight to bed.
1: Yeah. And so – but I'm, like, wired now because, you know, like, I got sleep to look for. So I'm, like, almost upset because I'm, like, there's no way in hell I'm going to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, like, now – it's, like, I've been tired all day. And now that I know that I'm, like, possibly an hour, hour and a half
0: away from sleep, Mm -hmm. now I'm, like,
1: ah! Yeah. So.
0: That's happened to me where – and then you're you're wired but tired is how they say in Mm the business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's why I never liked those five-hour energy drinks because – it never like improved my energy level. It mm-hmm. just made it so I didn't fall asleep for like twenty four
0: hours. Yeah, I'm very, very sensitive to caffeine. Very sensitive. Like for instance, if I have a McDonald's, uh, ice, I the uh, sugar free iced coffee at like any later than ten a.m. I'm not sleeping that night.
1: Yeah, and
0: I'm that the could same be way. Just small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very sensitive to caffeine.
1: I have I like if I am. If I'm super exhausted, like tomorrow, I'll probably I might do this. If I'm like I don't know if I can get up, I will have a venti decaf Mm -hmm. iced coffee from Starbucks, and that will do the trick. But if I have anything more than that, I am like. Uh, wired for the whole day.
0: But here's the weird thing about Starbucks, at least in my recent memory, is if you go, I think after like noon, they don't brew decaf, which makes no sense. You think it'd be the opposite?
1: Yeah, you would think people want to, like, you know, mm-hmm. pare down afterwards.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. They're like, ugh. We, they, they go, we'll give you a, a cup of hot water and you can dunk this thing in it. But we don't We, we don't brew decaf after like – there's a certain time where they don't brew decaf. And it makes no sense. It makes no sense yeah. to me.
1: Well, I mean I have such a – I have such a love-hate relationship with Starbucks mm-hmm. because one of the things that always frustrates me is anytime I go and I get like a s for a food item, they're always mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. We don't have that. And I'm like, why? What do you guys – like order more. Like, why do you guys consistently not have things?
0: Well, isn't that the big complaint? I don't, eat, I don't order a lot of ice cream from McDonald's, but isn't it the big claim, complaint with McDonald's that their ice cream machine is always down?
1: My big complaint with them is that their computer system is usually down. The one by my house. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I'll sometimes I'll go and it, and it, I think they do it on purpose for like late night.
0: Oh, yeah. Because a yeah. lot
1: of times when I go like after midnight, they're like cash only. I'm like, ah,
0: yeah, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so
1: yeah, I you know, I just I want things to happen the way I want them to happen, and mm-hmm. I'm frustrated when it doesn't happen that way. So
0: what you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Now, you know, speaking of uh uh, things that are very frustrating. I think you were telling a story earlier. Everyone should know, this is how sensitive Lori is. She was part of a group therapy. We were supposed to take this in half an hour earlier. And she text messaged me and was like, ugh, someone's talking about how they try to commit suicide. Somebody can make it seven o'clock.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. I wasn't like, ugh. I was just saying, because I usually can leave early if I want to. Mm-hmm. But a girl was opening up about her recent suicide attempt, and I was like, Well, it's just gonna be rude if I Yeah, you're now. like,
0: excuse me. Excuse, yeah. Excuse me. Excuse,
1: <laughs> excuse me. me. Like, oh and so I wrote a note to my mom. Ma- excuse me. I'm sorry. Can <laughs> I get this? Past- Can I just need to get to the door?
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry. But sorry. you know, I'm in group therapy too. And it is funny because they have I don't know if your group therapy room has, do they have like a Keurig coffee machine? No, it's at Kaiser. So yeah, it's so does mine. Mine is at Kaiser too. You guys have a coffee machine? Yeah, we have a coffee machine. someone will be like, and then, Ugh. you know, my, my boyfriend, he beat me. And I'm like, wait a minute, your boyfriend beat you? And the person's just, like, making themselves a cup of coffee, like, right there. Yeah. Tell me you're really impressed by my ability to make these crazy sounds. Yeah, effects. yeah.
1: I was really impressed. I honestly was like, do you have a Keurig that you just fired up
0: there or what's I'm gonna do the next thing you tell a story you're gonna be telling one of your long stories on big
1: did you ever did you ever do uh stand up at that open mic in Long Beach at that coffee shop? Oh wait I
0: feel like I did yes I did
1: I didn't do it as much there were some people who like there's some people who like that's like their martini blues. Mm-hmm. They're like oh I started out there.
0: Yeah
1: but i never really
0: martini by the way is where laurie and i started out in huntington beach okay go ahead sorry yes
1: and uh i never really got into that place mainly because there was this one guy who worked behind the counter Mm -hmm. and if he didn't like a comedian he would always like turn on the blender like like at weird times Uh so he'd be like he would it'd be like oh so i was visiting my parents
0: Well, I remember, you know, there used to be a gay bar. What's funny is it's now a gay – okay, there used to be a dive gay bar in Venice Beach, California called Rooster Fish, okay? And it was the (laughs) diviest – Was it lesbians and gays? Oh, I don't even even know. That's a good point. But it was the diviest gay bar ever, right? And one time – no, I don't think it was lesbian because I – so – no, the
1: for Fish, that's like cock and vagina, right?
0: I know, but it was, that's what it was called. But the point is, uh-huh. I went with my friend Shannon, right? And I bought the first round. R.I.P. Shannon. R.I.P. Shannon. I bought the first round, and Shannon goes, I'll get the second round, right? So I go, okay. So we finish our beer. She goes, I'll go get the next round. And she goes, and she's like, Joe, uh, she comes back, and she's like, the bartender won't serve me. And I'm like, What? <laughs> and she goes yeah he won't serve me right so i go 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 over there just go to the bar and i stand and i watch and the bartender's like straight up like (laughs) you know like just wiping down the counter and shannon's standing there with like a wad full of money and he's like (laughs) you know just like just ignoring her so then she comes back and i go give me the money and i go to the same spot with the money He's like what can i do for you hon and I was like, oh, my God, this is a backwards world where girls get ignored and guys are the one that get all the attention. That's hilarious. Yeah,
1: I one time had that happen to me because I asked a bartender mistakenly. Out, He was like, because I was like, you know, I don't drink that much. Mm-hmm. So it was like one of the first times I started, I was like drinking. Bartender's like, what can I get you? And I was like, uh, eh, just like anything, just make a drink and I'll yeah. pay for it. Sure. And I thought that would be like the easiest thing. Oh, uh, they him. hate that. They hate it. And I didn't know that. Like, mm-hmm. I honestly thought that would I was being nice because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he could just make something. It, it, and my opinion was he if he was smart, he could have made something that was like 20 bucks mm-hmm. and I would have paid for it. Right. So he just gives me like a like a thing of Jack Daniels. And so then from then on he just refused to like anytime I was uh standing, I would stand so then I just started like following
0: him around the bar. Yeah, and everyone so, should know Lori doesn't let up if she gets a, no. like a bug in her ass. Yeah.
1: No, so I started following him around the bar and uh and he didn't really like that. So, you know, that was that was me. That was that's how I deal with, with bartenders. I was like, Hey, 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 hey So that was fun. That was a fun night for me.
0: This week, the Boulay brothers sharpen their claws as they relax in a hot tub, ba- hot <laughs> in a hot bath of blood. The contestants reconvene and discuss how they all need to be prepared for any extermination challenge that may get thrown their way. Next, the Boulet brothers announce this week's floor show look: vampire grotesque burlesque with a penchant for fans. After the floor show landed, Louisiana and Hollow Eve are named the strongest contestants, while Saint Lucia, Yavska, and Madeline Hatter are in the bottom. In the end, and Insider is named the winner of the challenge, while St. Lucia and Yavska are placed in the bottom two. After an elimination challenge that would have made Loris's head spin, Yavska lives to see another day, while St. Lucia takes a stake in the heart and gets locked inside of a coffin. Laurie named two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not.
1: So the two things I liked about the episode was, I will say, I thought Halloween brought it. Mm-hmm. I really liked... I really liked her outfit. I liked her her confidence. I thought, you know, I I was actually impressed. Sure. I will say that I I think that you were possibly might be possibly right. I don't know. I'm still waiting for the next episode. Mm-hmm. But I was worried that that the, you know, face mutilation was going to be her only thing. Mm-hmm. Even though she still did the spiders. Yeah. I feel like she she ha- I liked her outfit.
0: Okay.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me. The second thing I liked was I liked some not all because i felt like maybe they went too long but i excuse me i like some of the um uh like where they were talking about how they were going to make their costumes and they they went through the process and everything Mm -hmm. i like that part Mm -hmm. um what i didn't like was that overall it was just kind of boring it just wasn't that interesting like There wasn't any challenge in the beginning, you know, they had them all come in and sit down, talk in the dressing room, then they had them come go back out, Mm -hmm. they gave them a challenge, they went in back in and sat down, Mm -hmm. and did the, you know, worked on the challenge, then they did the runway, and then they, you know, so it's just, it wasn't really, there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't anything really too interesting for me
0: all right very good uh two things i liked about the episode you know once again i actually it doesn't do well for us to make fun of it but uh i actually did like their cold open i thought it was really well done very creepy very cool very short very to the point be it very on brand uh i also liked um the challenge even though i kind of feel like, it's like a mixture of challenges that we've seen before yeah with making yeah. the fan and vampire this and blibbity blue But at some point you can't like.
1: I feel like at some point you kind of kind of have to give them leeway with that, you know, because it's like there's only so many ways.
0: Well, yeah, they've done Wicked Witch twice. Things you can do, yeah, yeah. So, so, and then the one thing I didn't like. Okay, I'm gonna put it out there. The way that they're editing these floor shows, I'm gonna say I'm gonna just always imagine unless they change it, that's gonna be one thing I didn't like. But so I'm gonna replace. So just always know. I don't like the way they edit the floor show. show. So I'm not going to count that because that's what I said last week. The other thing that I'll say, though, is they did this illusion. They did some sleight of hand, Laurie, because in the second day, so you know they leave, they're like, oh, we need a rest before the floor show day. So when they come back to the floor show day. I'm so tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) They did this illusion of drama, but if because I, I watched the episode twice and so I was watching out for it this time, the weird little fights they're setting up—at least in this episode—make no sense whatsoever. No. I mean, like they literally make. Zero sense. They're mad at St. Lucia because she mumbled something the day before. And they're mad. No, I not St.
1: Lucia, Maxine. Oh, Maxi Glamour. You're right. Maxine and then, Glamour.
0: and then also there's mad at Yavska for some reason. I don't know. Well, Yavska.
1: Yeah. I mean, all of it's manufactured. That's something that I just like in all. That's why I don't, I, I was like, I don't like a lot of reality show competitions because it's all manufactured drama because they want to see the intensity um, but yeah, it's because Yafsa was like constantly picking and saying, you know, doing things and then she just doesn't like Maxi Glamour. So she, anytime Maxi Glamour started talking, Yafsuka would just interrupt and move on and like go move
0: on to somebody else. No, I think that, that was about Priscilla Chambers.
1: No, that no, that's what I'm saying is like nobody liked Maxi Glamour because of that. Oh, Priscilla oh, oh. Chambers pointed that out. But, like, everybody was kind get, of no, getting... Yavsko's getting on I think, everybody. I think you're
0: confusing. I don't think it's your fault. I think it's confusing. I don't yeah. think it makes any sense. And then I also didn't... I didn't understand
1: why Eva Destruction was so upset. Like, I felt like she... Like, Eva Destruction was upset because... Dahlia paid less for her outfit. Now, I didn't
0: understand any of that. I didn't under no 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 no. I thought that I thought okay, wait. Let's you know what? Let's let's really dive into what we get into. So let's dive into the episode, all right? Okay. I feel we're going to talk a lot about that. All right. In the cold open, Dracmorta lounges in the bath while Swanthula files her claws. On the floor, a bearded muscle man relaxes in the steamy bathroom. After some discussion about how this relaxing spa day was needed, Dracmorta asks Swan to warm the bath for her. Swan takes the cue, grabs a blade, and slits the throat of the bearded shirtless man allowing his blood to drip in the bathtub for a relaxing time for Drac... I wrote something here. I said allows his blood to drip in the bathtub and relaxes Drackmorda even more. Lori, your thoughts on this cold open.
1: So this is tough for me. I, are you a bath person?
0: No, uh, no. I hate him.
1: Okay. All right. So this was really tough for me because I think baths are gross. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that anybody could find comfort in taking a bath is just boggles my mind. Mm-hmm. It's basically like sitting in your own fecal matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, so the fact that it's also blood, I don't. Is it like Elizabeth? Oh,
0: that's right. You love. Everyone should know if you're new to the show. Lori has Thank some weird so fetish much. about what she wants to drink. If they're the woman that she's attracted to, she wants to drink her period blood. I just, do like, not like, at just, all. Let's just not stipulate that, bit. and we'll you move keep on. Saying, Go ahead. All no, right. you keep. Carry saying on. That I, do. I just wanted to fill the audience in. Go ahead.
1: Oh my god! So, <laughs> so um. So the fact that it was also blood, and then it just, like, I will say this. I think that the problem with these with these uh bit, opening bits now are, like, semantics and not necessarily the whole overarching, like, thing, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, the things that, like, bugged me were, like, the fact that that guy was just sort of, like, sitting there, you know? He wasn't, like, tied up or, you know, doing... And it's also, like, why would... If, if these are the Boulay brothers, I mean I know we we know in real life that they're actually a couple, but if they're the Boulay brothers, why would they sh- why would one be like hanging out in the bath while the other in the bathroom while the other one's taking a bath? Like what, was the I guy went, like,
0: drugged? Is that what you're supposed to think that the guy's drugged that they drugged him and brought him there? I mean cuz when he talks he goes he says like for uh Reinvigorated or something like that. It's something but he says one word. Who says it? The guy. She like. Oh, now you're he says me- something. Yeah, he says something. He says something. Now you're gonna make me go find the bit. Okay, keep talking. Now sorry. it's my turn to not know what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what um, were you
1: saying? Yeah. So I just I feel like I didn't I didn't get why, like. I don't I didn't I guess I didn't get why they needed an extra person, you mm-hmm. know, because then it's like, OK, if you're cut, if you're cutting throats to put blood into the bath, does that mean that every ounce of blood was somebody's cut? Th- so then there should be like a, a like a, a basically a graveyard full of bodies for this one bathtub. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just felt like um, I um that that was the thing that bugged me. But, I mean, I will say I thought that it looked, you know, it looked fine. And
0: uh doing a performance and you can't see your face because your face is... Okay, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Sorry. Um, I just, I think I was already, I was already, my shackles, my shackles, I think it's called. I, my shackles were up because it was like a bath scene and those just grossed me out. So that's,
0: that was it. But yeah, other than that, that's fine. Alright, so, um, okay. So I pulled the bit up, okay? And okay. And so, what we're, we're, we're gonna do we're, gonna, we're we'll just listen to the audio, okay? And let's, okay. Let's, let's analyze it from here. Here we go. So now, okay. So, Swan. Drakmoor? No, no. Swan is filing her nails. There's a bearded guy, but he may be drugged, because whenever they show him, it's like foggy. And he's like, he's like nodding his head, like, I needed this. That's Drak. Mm. Swan. It's not just about relaxation, though. It's about restoration. Oh, maybe that's Swan, but that's, we're seeing it from the drug guy's eyes that he's drugged. I, I'm thinking he's yeah. drugged. I'm thinking he's drugged because his mouth isn't moving when he says it. But I think we're getting from his perspective because everything's like cloudy. And I think that's what he's hearing.
1: we have been gone a long time and the children of the night
0: need us. What does that mean? Well, I know Children of the Night is a reference to Dracula, um, but...
1: Well, they've been gone for two however years. many times they've been making this episode,
0: so... Yeah, yeah. here we go. So now Dracmorda takes a glass... To our return of alcohol. Don't they drink gasoline? Is that what we learned last season? Well, they drink blood. They drink gasoline. Okay. Okay.
1: They don't eat pizza. We know that for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the guy's Yeah, the guy's drugged. I didn't realize that he's drugged out. You warm me up. So uh, Drac asks for Swan to warm her up. And this right now, we're going to see Swan. Swan looks at her like, oh, I know what the fuck you're talking about, bitch. No, they grab a curvy knife. Now, is a curvy knife known to be more dangerous? I don't get that.
1: A curvy knife wouldn't do shit, first off. And also, that's not really a knife but first all, a curving knife wouldn't do shit and it would actually like make it harder to cut the, the throat I feel like I don't know
0: is there like a medical expert that could tell us or a serial killer I could see how if you stab someone it could fuck some shit up but just yeah slicing someone's throat like stab and twist yeah 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 but she just slices his throat so he's drugged out now is this guy supposed to be somebody yeah now she just sliced it and then he's like, oh, oh, oh. he spits the blood up. And then, why would well, that? He, wa- go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Go ahead.
1: He's dressed like the like Israel. He's dressed like the the servants that they have. Yeah. So it's leading me to believe that they're kind of like, you know, um, taking from their own supply, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like they're because they're they've been gone for a long time and they need to re up or you know whatever they. They are using the 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 resources that they already have in order to you know soak in the blood. Mm-hmm. But why would bloody
0: bath water make you like feel more comfortable?
1: Well, I mean, I think it's like a you know my 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 only thought is that it's like a call. It's not a call, I, I don't know if the callback is the right word, but it's like a a nod to bathery. You know that the queen that used to bathe in virgin
0: blood. This sounds like it's a bloody like, podcast episode. Oh yeah, we did a podcast about it,
1: Um but it, it won't air because the guy that we did the podcast with was like really upset about it. He's like, "Oh wow, that's that's really so that that sucks that that happened to those women." And it was just like, "Come on, man." <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, she because there's like this whole thing about how like. Like blood rejuvenates, yeah. So it's like if you if you bathe in blood, oh, okay, uh huh. It'll rejuvenate your skin, uh-huh. and uh-huh. then you know. So that's why I think that, um, maybe that's why she's doing it because she feels like it'll rejuvenate her.
0: All right. Look, here's the deal. Not much. To say. It, it's a fine cold open. Not so much to say there.
1: It's it's one, Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, again, this is what I'll say about the the this this opening is. Uh, reflection of the show itself is that I feel like part, like you were saying the other, you were saying last week when I was talking to you about, you know, um, another show that shall not be named. And you were saying that sometimes people like for things to be terrible. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that, this episode where I was like, I kind of found it more interesting when it was terrible because now it's like, it's not great it's it's good it's it's okay to good mm-hmm. but it's not great but i feel like i would like it way i i still would watch it i would be more excited about it if it was like as bad as it used to be mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's almost like a uh so bad it's good sort of scenario mm-hmm. whereas like now it's just kind of like okay It's a show.
0: Well, it's not bad, but yeah, I can see what you're saying. Alright, back in the boudoir, the contestants walk in ready for the day's challenge. They speculate among themselves who was eliminated and who was spared. They all congratulate Dahlia Black for her win and are surprised when Maxi Glamour walks through the door. Maxi details everything we just saw in the previous episode's extermination challenge. Eva Destruction disses Violencia for dropping out, while Hollow Eve stands up for the idea of a meat villain and then rambles on about extermination challenges. Uh, Lore your thought about this moment in the boudoir when they when they all return.
1: So there are a couple things that yeah. annoy me. First off, the thing that number one, which is something we've always said, which is there is no way in hell that they didn't know that Maxie yeah. Glamour was the one, yeah, who was picked. Okay, yeah. number two, um, can, it, and this is an overarching theme throughout the whole show. There are way too many random shots like long lingering shots of an empty dressing room like however many shots they show that dressing room it's like we get it you got a dressing room yeah like stop stop showing it empty but um another thing is like there i think this especially in competition shows which annoys me is there a level of like if you're not gonna do if you're not gonna do everything you need to do to be here, then you shouldn't even be here. Yeah. And it's <laughs> yeah. like it's almost like I'm offended that you didn't do and it's like, who gives a shit? Like mm-hmm. Violencia didn't do it, she couldn't do it, she was afraid, whatever, whatever her choices were, that was her choice. It has no reflection on you. Yeah. you know? And I think that they they're so self centered. That they take it on them and they go, Well, like, it's, it's, she shouldn't have even been in the competition. Yeah. Eva Destruction
0: uh, said it was an insult to the Boulet brothers, which I, at first, I'm like, Okay, calm down. But then Drak Morta kind of hints at that during the judges thing. She
1: was upset about it, which I, here's the thing I could see that because if you think about the money that they have to shell out, Mm -hmm. I could see them being a little perturbed. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay. well, then she got eliminated from the show. And I think even though I think Hollow Eve maybe used some flowery language, like you always say, it's it's like it's a a lot of it has to do with how you present it. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe she kind of used a lot of more flowery language. I feel like that's basically what she was saying. She was saying, look, you know. Um, Violencia couldn't do it. She chose not to do it. And she had to deal with the repercussions, which is not being on the show. Mm -hmm. So we just have to sort of let it go. And I honestly think that was her point. And, you know, I could even stretch it out to say like, yeah, if she had done a actual like villain costume for, for the competition and had it be meat, meat industry related, Mm -hmm. then I could see that being the case, but her costume wasn't. So, you know, I could see that being being the case. So I I actually agree with Hollow even this. I I do think it is a little, I think it's a little funny to me that she goes, "I'm going to say, it, okay, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it, and I'm going to say it." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, just say it. So I think she was already like, she's already used to people not agreeing with her, uh-huh. and I, you know, I just was like, okay.
0: Okay, you know, so I, I, I'm at that point right now in the, in the show, and I'm going to say I half agree with <clears throat> Hollow, and I half don't know what the fuck she's talking about. So let's actually listen, and we'll, we'll kind of analyze it, all right? So this is Hollow Eve commenting on, so far the girls have been talking about whether it was right or not for Violencia to, to sort of back out. Uh, no one seems to be saying, by the way, that it's okay. Right? They're all seem to be, like, really no. offended that she did it. And then, and then this is well, when Hollow Eve starts I said. think
1: Landon was just kind of like, yeah, I think, you know, I think we just need to see, it. you know, I feel, I forgot what she said, but she said something like, I think we just need to see it from a different point of view. Yeah. Alright, here we go. Here's Hollow Eve. I'm, I'm gonna say this, okay? And I'm just gonna say this. There is nothing in this fucking world more villainous than the goddamn meat industry. So I am here for that as a villain. Honestly, I'm
0: and I could see, like, okay, I get that, even though, it, and as, as I've seen online, they do point out that later she's eating bugs, you know, yeah. from her face, but okay. Right? Also,
1: I mean, I don't know about you, but, like, I feel like maybe Jeffrey Dahmer is a little more villainous than the <laughs> mean industry, but I'm just gonna, you know. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Okay. But, but so, yeah. so, so there's that. So like oh, I, but I, that's her point of view. I can see that. Okay, so, yeah. I
0: can see that. All right. That that that, you know, portraying the meat industry as a villain does mean something socially. Okay, that keeps seems to go with Halloween's brand. All right. But then this is where if then I then I don't know what she's talking about. Not, and not and and people who think I'm attacking Halloween it could be editing there's a lot of weird editing where people make no sense and it might not be her fault she may have made total sense but the way it's edited what she says makes no sense watch listen i'm
1: not i'm not going to even question that okay. and here's the thing fear is irrational and we're all going to confront it in different ways but there will be consequences for your free will what does that mean so fear like isn't said- rational So like I said, she, I think she, like you said, it's about the, the packaging. And I think she's using some, like, she's using some interesting language, but I think here's my interpretation. And I feel, I honestly think this is what she means, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Mm -hmm. if you asked, if you said this is what some random podcaster thought she could be like, Oh no, not at all. Mm -hmm. That's how I imagine her voice sounds. Um, I think she's saying that, look, violence, fear, you, you, nobody can explain fear. You know, you have a fear of falling, you have a fear of whatever. It's hard to overcome that in the moment. Um, and it, it's an irrational fear. So it's not something you can just go like, I'm going to power through it. You know, sometimes fears overtake you and, you, and there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do. But whatever your decision is, you have to deal with those consequences. Mm -hmm. So her consequence for not doing the, not jumping off the plane was not being on the show anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what she's trying to say is that like, look, she chose not to be, she made a choice and now she has to deal with the consequences. And I think what the, I think it's combating what everyone else is saying, which is that she was doing it. She was purposely choosing not to do it, and then expecting to still be on the show, and I think that that's why they're offended because they were like, "Why did she even think she would be in the running?" So I don't, know. but that's my my opinion.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Let me let me see if we can finish her out.
1: You make a choice to do it, or you make a choice to not do it, and the consequence comes after that. She's gonna feel the deepest fucking regret because she should have jumped, but she could not jump. Well, really? she, she
0: didn't. Okay.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I hate to say it because, you know, I was not a fan of hers from episode one. Mm -hmm. But I agree with what she's saying. Now, again, do I think that maybe she could have said it in a different way? Mm -hmm. Yes. But I feel like I agree. I think Valencia will probably be kicking herself, you know, for a while
0: about how she couldn't jump off that plane. Yeah. All right. All right, let's move on in the main, uh, to the main challenge. On the stage, the Boulet brothers appear on a giant screen and give the girls their challenge. They're to perform a vampire grotesque burlesque show. And on top of that, they're to tailor some Thwop fans to their own looks. Back in the boudoir, Louisiana Halloween and Maxi Glam are all confident in their looks for this challenge. Meanwhile, the girls all discuss how much they spend on the previous challenge's look and there seems to be some disapproval for how much Eva spent on her look. The next day, Madeline Hatter loves Yovska but hates her stupid comments. Uh, Madeline seems not to be alone as everyone talks about how they're sick of Yovska's side comments. Priscilla talked over someone, and people were annoyed. Finally, there was some sort of confusing disagreement between Maxi Glamour and Dahlia Black. Lori, your thoughts on everything that happened up until the floor show?
1: Um... So basically how I feel like, again, I think it was manufactured drama. One of the things with Yaska is, yeah, I think Yaska is annoying, but I also feel like Yaska young. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's just, I think he's trying to fit in a lot of times when you're young and you, you know, you're around people who are older and, mm-hmm. and, you know, more in a field that you want to be in and they're more established. You kind of try and assert yourself by being sort of, you know, a loud mouth or being like and so i think that's what she's trying to do. She's trying to be like she's trying to crack, crack jokes in the way that she kind of feels like she can crack jokes, mm-hmm. which is just like, you know, constantly calling people out on stuff and cutting people down. <laughs> so, it's the Canadian way. Mm-hmm. Um so i i kind of am giving Yoska a little bit of slack. But the person that i don't understand at all is Eva Destruction. Okay. Like, I feel like there was such a turn with Eva where she's now become, like, this prima
0: Donna. How where, so? Yeah. I, it's so funny because... not to interrupt you. I'm going to let you finish. No, no, but, no. But it's one of these things where everything you're saying, I just don't have that same interpretation of the show. And I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just funny that I have a different interpretation. But go ahead.
1: I mean, I think that's what makes a podcast, Joe. Yeah. Um. Uh, no, I. I... I think that Eva, like the fact that she spent, she was like, I spent $1,300. Like that means something. Like, I honestly feel like it's like, if it's a good costume, it's a good, like it shouldn't matter how much money you spent on it. Or, you know, like if I, if I, if I was in a comedy competition and, Mm -hmm. you know, I was, I was in a comedy competition with somebody who had been doing it for a year and they won. I'm not going to be like, well, fuck them. They've only been doing it a year. I'm going to be like, great. They did it. They won. They Mm -hmm. were, they won the competition, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like Eva had this like mentality of like, I'm obviously the more talented one. I'm obviously the more, you know, established one. Mm -hmm. I have, I can spend the most money. I should be getting the accolades that I deserve. Mm -hmm. And she was like upset with other people that they weren't at her level and it's like how how are you why are you upset about that so that was I, that I was didn't, my I didn't opinion. See
0: where you got that. i didn't get that impression at all okay let's let's go down by this beat by beat so first of all what were your thoughts on the idea of the challenge the vampire grotesque burlesque show
1: i didn't really to be honest i didn't get it until the until they did it in the floor show okay. i was like i don't know what that means like is it a burlesque show where they where they stripped down because burlesque see the thing with me is that any burlesque show i've been to has been a humorous one mm-hmm. so it was it was weird to me to see a burlesque show where there's not really a humorous element to it uh-huh. um but yeah i i kind of was confused by that until i got to until they got to the floor show and i was like oh okay so it's just kind of like uh, you know, a burlesque dancer, but they happen to be a vampire. Like, I felt like it could have been said enough. Yeah. And then w- they did that weird thing
0: with me. They made them use the fans that they never even showed really, except for, except for like, um, Landon's, Oh yeah. Landon's fan, or maybe a couple other ones. I didn't really see any of the other fans. Yeah.
1: Whatever the crap Panda or whatever the oh, friggin' yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. company is
1: named. Oh, dirt um, squirrel. Yeah. Crap Panda. Um, no, I, I, uh, yeah. What is the deal with them in, in, in fans? Is that a gay man thing? No, it's I don't a drag. mean to be, it's dra- like, stereotypical, it's a, No, 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 but no,
0: it's a drag queen thing.
1: Why? Why I is that know. a thing?
0: I don't know. They make a cool sound, they look cool? I don't know.
1: I have one. They, they make a cool sound when you flip them open? Yeah, you, I have one, but I don't have one here handy. I would, I would do it for you. Mm-hmm. I don't get... I don't get... I don't get the, the appeal with fans. I just... I find them kind of useless. Mm-hmm. Um... Anyways, so yeah, so they had to do the fan and I mm-hmm. thought that was dumb. But yeah, that, so the floor show, I kind of was like, oh, okay, you know, I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's not anything where I was like, oh, I'm excited to see what they do. I was just sort of like, oh, okay, I don't know exactly what that is, but I'm interested, I guess, to see what how they how they make
0: it work, you know? Well, what's funny is then they make a big deal about Louisiana, Halloween and Maxi Glamour all saying that they're super confident in their looks for this challenge. And any time now, again, I don't want to compare this show to RuPaul's Drag Race, but if people do that on RuPaul's Drag Race, at least one of those three people is going to be in the bottom, right? Yeah. And in this case, they were like, yeah, we're pretty confident, and then two of them are safe and one from the top. And you're like, oh, well, yeah. what was the point of all that? They actually yeah. they had a right to be confident. Um, yeah,
1: usually when they spend a lot of time, like I watched that Ink Master show, which yeah. is a tattoo competition, mm-hmm. anytime somebody goes like, because they do different tattoo forms, so anytime I'll be yeah. like, oh, it's traditional tattoo day or whatever, mm-hmm. they'll be like, ah, oh, I got this in the bag. I do traditional tattoos all the time. You're like, yeah. that person's going home. That
0: person's going home, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and, then, and then it was like, almost like and then they, and then they really, but another thing, sorry, I meant to say this. Another thing that was crazy was that the people that they focused on the most usually mm-hmm. are the ones who go home. And again, that didn't happen. No. The people they focused on the most were either safe or in the top. Yeah. So I just thought that was crazy.
0: Yeah, and then next, uh, coming to go through piece by piece. All the girls talk about how much they spent on the challenges. Look, okay, so let's talk about that. So they went around the room. They didn't even ask Eva first. Eva didn't ask anybody. They were just like, how much did you spend? Clearly a producer told them to ask. And then someone asks Eva, and she goes, well, I spent like, you know, I think she said like $1,300. So I don't understand why you're coming down on her for just answering the question that somebody asked her.
1: No, no, no. I don't think it's bad that she answered. I don't think it's bad that anybody answered. I don't think it's bad that Dahlia answered. I don't think it's bad that Eva answered. What I think is bad is the attitude and the reaction that Eva had when she found out that Dahlia only spent $50. Because Dahlia won last last week. And yeah, so I, I, think, think, you're missing, she, I honestly, think you're
0: misinterpreting it. I think what she's saying is, wow, I spent this much money... And it didn't even look as good as Dahlia's look. And she only spent this much money. And then they show Dahlia talking shit about how, I guess, Eva's known for making, like, uh, foam padding for drag queens. And she makes really good quality uh, stuff for drag queens. And yet, the stuff she made last week didn't live up to her brand.
1: No, well, Dahlia it, makes foam padding.
0: No, Eva does.
1: I thought Dahlia said she made foam padding. No. Cause Dahlia said, or so Eva says the, she says in the thing, uh, uh, I, the fact that Dahlia, I found out that Dahlia only spent $50 on that entire look makes me sick to my stomach. And I, and, and then had like a weird, like, uh, like where she like blinked her eyes. And then Dahlia immediately, almost immediately after that, she, um, sorry, I'm looking at the. The thing she says that she worked a lot with. Uh, she's a seamstress, a mm-hmm. costume designer, and seamstress. I, she goes, "I work a lot with Eva Foam, and the quality of that costume was not worth a grand by any means."
0: Yeah, Eva Foam, because she says because of Eva, you know, Eva Destruction, Eva Foam. I thought Eva was like a company. Yes, Eva Destruction's company. Wait, Eva destruct. Eva sells foam. That's what she's saying. Yes. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to find what do you do you, no. for, do you have the minute mark? Do you have the minute mark? Thirteen minutes, twenty one seconds. That's 13, when. Thirteen twenty one. Okay, let's go here. All right.
1: No, e, it's E V A. Eva foam is is a foam sheet. Okay, wait, hold on. I'm going it's to look, I'm going ethanol vinyl vinyl acetate. We go. How much did everybody spend on their last okay. look?
0: I was just curious because I spent thirty five dollars on my look.
1: <laughs> uh, give like I mean, a spitball roundabout okay,
0: Probably so like $160 for my look
1: mm-hmm. Eva, h- how much did you spend on yours? Um, Mine totaled out to be about 1300 <clears throat> I think I spent like a total of maybe like 50 Hearing Dahlia's outfit only cost her $50 for that entire look makes me sick to my stomach
0: yeah that's a compliment how do
1: you not hear the? that's a compliment the, how do you not hear the the attitude in that statement no
0: that's it because we're missing we're both interpreting it different ways i oh. think she's oh. saying it is so fierce the fact that she only spent fifty dollars it makes me sick to my stomach there is no way that that's what she that's is. exactly what she means
1: no, you don't say. You don't say that when you're giving somebody a compliment. If I were to say, Joe, the fact that your podcast is doing so much better than mine makes me sick to my stomach. Would you take that as a compliment?
0: No, but no. Hold on. Let's say you were doing your own podcast and you spent two thousand dollars and it sounds great, right? And yeah. then I go, Oh, really? I only bought like a hundred dollar Yeti mic, and you're like. The fact that Joe only spent $100 to sound that good makes me sick to my stomach because he spent because I spent so much money on my look.
1: I I'm just saying that I'm looking at Eva's face and voice uh-huh. and they are not at all doing what I what what a normal like competition you know, or not competition sorry a normal
0: compliment would be. Okay, now let's get back to the Eva phone part. Okay, so we have to agree to disagree there. I'm right though.
1: Right, okay. Here, here no, you're not. As a costume, the designer now, this is Dahlia. And
0: seamstress. I so Dahlia's saying as a costume designer and seamstress. I'm pretty disappointed that Eva spent that much money on that costume. That Eva spent that much money? So she's insulting Eva here. I work a lot with Eva foam. Okay, so maybe okay, I will admit that I made the mistake here. That I guess Eva foam is some sort of type of yeah. foam. Okay.
1: I don't think Eva destruction created the entire foam.
0: Well, the only reason I'm saying it is there are there are drag queens who, as a side business, make wigs and foam for other drag queens. So it's not a weird interpretation. Like oh, for okay. instance, from like for instance, um, uh, Ariel Versace from season 11, she has a wig company. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, does she still? Because didn't didn't she give away a
0: bunch of wigs? <laughs> All right, here we go. So I work a lot with Eva Foam. And they should make that clear, because you're thinking Eva Destruction, and she's talking about Eva Destruction. Okay, I work a lot with Eva Foam, and the quality of that costume... I work a lot
1: with Eva Foam, and the quality of that costume was not worth a
0: grand, by any means. Oh, okay, so now that I saw... Okay, see, I heard it and not didn't read it. So now I'm reading um, the subtitles. When I first heard it, I thought, okay... So my interpretation of Dahlia's statement was... Remember, I thought she was making... that She had her own line of foam, okay? So I thought that she said, I work a lot with Eva Foam, you know, the brand that Eva Destruction makes, and it wasn't worthy of her brand, okay? Oh, okay. So um, it's not a worth a grand, okay? And then Which
1: I will say I agree with Dahlia. I, I mean, I think that costume was great, but I, if you had asked me to guess a high number. I would have said
0: like $250. Well, the, here's the tricky thing though. Here's the tricky thing. And okay. Eva Destruction is a working drag queen. Okay? So what they're not getting, let me finish this clip here.
1: I spent thousands. Like I had- Okay, who cares
0: about that? Okay. So here's the thing. What we're not taking into consideration um, Dahlia says that she is a seamstress and a designer, right? So she can make her own clothes. So yeah, it costs her $50. Eva instructions a working drag queen who makes money. And so the $1,300 wasn't necessary for the materials. I'm just guessing, but also to have someone design and make it.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Does that make so sense? So she didn't, she didn't make, that makes sense. Cause then doesn't, um, oh God, what's her, what's Dahlia's grandmother's name?
0: Tory Elizabeth was Tory Elizabeth Black.
1: No, uh God grandmother. Oh, the, the um,
0: Madeline Hatter.
1: Madeline Hatter. Doesn't she say like when you make your own costume it's like a fingerprint or something? Yes. And so, so maybe that So ma- she's that's ahead.
0: she's referring to like you should make your Yeah, maybe they're cutting that part out cuz they want us to think that Eva made her own clothes. Yeah. All right.
1: And then and then the other thing that annoyed me and this is just Maybe this is just a wrapped into thing but I always I get I I think it's so frustrating when people like try and tie in a personal thing that like doesn't really have to do with anything and they try and tie it in to be like you know I'm such a I'm a warrior and that's yeah. what I felt like Eva did where she was like um I'm going to I'm going to show my chest hair because I went on a date with this guy and he asked me to not to shave my chest cuz he didn't like chest hair and that gave me body dysmorphia, so now I show my <laughs> chest hair. And it was like, what, what? You know, how? Where did we go from there? How mm-hmm. did that? How did we get to that?
0: I think you're being a little hard, Eva Destruction. I know there are people who agree with you, but I hate her. No, do I'm you kidding. really? No, 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 oh.
1: no, not at all. I actually still, I think she's probably going to win. I think she's the most talented. Now, I don't necessarily think her runway was that great. But I think her costume was still pretty good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I felt like she was the most – I it took me a while to, to figure out who she was. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's Eva Destruction. So, And I think that, to me, is the one of the marks of a good like costume when it's like, oh, I can't even tell who that
0: person is. Okay. Now, the next day, Madeline Hunt – we talked about this. She loved yes
1: Oh, do we – can we talk a little bit about Israel coming back in? Uh, oh, sure. Go ahead. So Israel shows back up and he just like walks in with like a roll of posters and some fans. (laughs) And what were the posters
0: for, by the way,
1: the posters were just posters. The posters were just like, you know, like things to, to give away. They were just like accoutrement that they could have Uh with them. And then they kept like showing the posters and being like, Oh, this is so, it's just obviously a crap Panda promotion. Mm -hmm um and so uh but i just love how he just like almost tripped over the entryway and then when he walked out he had to walk out backwards and he made he like looked behind him to make sure that he wasn't tripping so that made me laugh
0: what did you think about the whole yovska hate i, I think they were just trying to find a reason to highlight yovska because she was going to be in the bottom too because it, it didn't seem i didn't understand what she was saying that was so bad and it was so awful that everyone was like, "Ugh, Yovska, she's so annoying." I didn't. Get I think it. it
1: was like they felt like she was. Well, first off, we we know from Get that Madeline Hatter doesn't like when people question her, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that she was saying, like, I honestly. She, first off, she was the one who asked how much people made on the uh, in their drag, right? She was also the one who, like, anytime maxi glamour said something she would like turn who's she she would uh yaska yaska was also the one where anytime maxi glamour said something you know he he would turn the conversation but one of the things that i didn't really like was i just felt like he wasn't doing anything like the whole episode i mean i know it's got something um i know it's got something to do with like the way that he he builds his his Drag, But it's just like, he was putting like rhinestones on a glove for like
0: 90% of the show. Well, we've talked about that. They make him do like little silly busy work to so they seem like they're doing something.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I just, but like at least like even with, in the makeup, when they were doing makeup, he wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of sitting there. Mm-hmm. And then like, again, they do the, the whole thing where they're like, oh, you guys got to go. And they're like, where?
0: Mm-hmm. I know that's it's the dumbest, and then they come out in the flourish and they're completely elaborate. And what's nice, so insane!
1: I did love how somebody was like, I'm not going. I think Madeline Hatter was like, I'm not going, I'm not ready. And it's like, I wanted to be like, Yeah, obviously, because it's not real.
0: Yeah, I, so. it's so dumb. All right, you know, Lori why don't we do this? Uh, why don't we use this moment right now to take a break? All right, and we're back. Laurie, let's talk about the floor show. Here's the problem with talking about the floor show in Dracula, and I hope this changes. You don't get to see anything. It's just a series no. of quick cuts. You don't get to see a whole look ever. Um, I wish they would go like, here's this. Pr-. You know, if they did a slow-mo of every person, you got to see their look, and then later did the quick cuts, that would be fine. But it's I would, all quick yeah. cuts.
1: And also, I feel like... I didn't realize until I watched this show, I actually need the description of the drag. Like Mm -hmm. even Cab Wanakiki, which is a dumpster fire rolling into a shit show. Mm -hmm. I mean, they at least explain to a point the drag. And I feel like, you know, that to me helps a little bit to go like, Oh, this is what this person is. Mm -hmm. They don't explain it at all. I mean, they. Do, I guess they do it when they're in the dressing room, but I still would like. But they could also cut that out, and then and then have something else. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt like, yeah, I feel like the quick cuts. They actually kind of make me a little nauseous, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, so. it's very difficult to watch. Were there any standout looks that you remember? Or? I actually,
1: I liked Halloweaves. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked. I really liked Landon's. I'm glad Landon's won. Yeah,
0: Landon's was really good.
1: Um, I, I, I did not like Yavskas. I know that I'm going to be, this is one of those things where I'm going to say, like, I'm just going to say I didn't like Yavskas, but I also don't like that. I don't like Yavska from the get go. As far as drag goes, I'm not necessarily like, I don't like, it's not like I dislike Yavska as a person. I just don't get that kind of drag, Mm -hmm. but this just didn't make any sense to me. I, so I was just like, whatever. And I felt like St. Lucia just gave up. But yeah, other than that, I felt like everybody was just kinda Oh, Halloween I liked. I thought she was good. But it's one of those things where it's like when you you know when you get an you get an F and then you get a C and you rise to a D. So it's like or you get an F and you get an A and then you rise to a C. So uh-huh. she's almost like it's like she's not she's like middle level now. She yeah. it's not like she's amazing or anything. Yeah.
0: Um you know, unfortunately, I mean I guess fortunately or unfortunately I pretty much agreed with the judges across the board. The people that were safe, I was... Yeah. Eh. The people that they really liked, I really liked. Maybe because I got to see more of it on the judges panel. And the people... To be honest with you, I even felt, to give them the girls some credit, the only really two bad ones were Yavska and um, St. Lucia. Even Madeline Hatter, yeah. you can tell, they were like, well, someone in the bottom three, you know? Yeah.
1: Because she, I think Madeline Hatter's probably going to go home soon, though. Oh, you do. Although, I will say this: I do find Madeline Hatter attractive.
0: Wait, what? As a girl or as a boy?
1: Both. Shocking. Oh,
0: really? That's interesting.
1: I feel like as a girl she's hot, and as a boy, she's he's also attractive. Oh, really? I think he's he is a beautiful man. What?
0: Yeah. Wait, uh, Madeline Hatter. Yes. This is everyone. This is breaking news. This is shocking to me.
1: <laughs> and you know what's even more shocking? I don't find Landon attractive.
0: That I was going to assume that you've, even as a woman, boy, or a man.
1: Boy or girl. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't huh. find Landon attractive. Hollow I mean, Eve? No. I, I will say, Halloween, I think, has a, a pretty face. Uh huh. But I don't find... No, I don't find her
0: attractive. Oh, my gosh. Interesting. Breaking yeah. news from Lori. Interesting. Okay. Uh, final... who, who is yours? Who's the one that you find the most attractive? I don't attractive? really find anybody attractive on that show this season. I'll be really? honest with you. Yeah. Maybe would... maybe St. Lucia or is it Maxi Glamour? One of the two black people. And I can't tell them apart. And um, actually, both I... of them are attractive, to be honest with you. Um... And that's about it. Maybe if I was drunk, maybe if I was drunk, Dahlia Black, but I had to be drunk. Like, really drunk.
1: I am shocked that you would say that. I thought you would be all over Dahlia Black.
0: No. Everyone thinks that, but no. She she looks like someone who would be on meth from Florida.
1: I also thought you might be into Yoska, too. No. No. Mm -mm. So. But you know who nobody's saying? Who? Louisiana Purchase. And I, I'm only saying that because I feel like Louisiana Purchase has this attitude that everybody finds her attractive. Yeah. And it's like who, in wh- where, when, like
0: I, I don't you know. Know. again once again I don't know. You're bringing a lot of your own shit to this show. When have you gotten any impression that Louisiana Purchase thinks she's attractive?
1: When she was talking about her 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 burlesque, she was like she said something along those lines, like they like to watch me dance or some some dumb thing, and I was like who
0: where. Nobody in Austin, Texas, y'all. Ugh.
1: I also will say I think that Eva Destruction is is cute as well, but I I just think it, it's like a like I'm not attracted. I just think that he's a
0: cute man. He's I'm a not cute mad at man. Eva, I'm not mad at Eva Destruction, but I wouldn't want to see her with her natural brows. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Alright, during the final judgment segment, Dahlia Black, Eva Destruction, Priscilla Chambers, and Maxi Glamour were deemed safe and asked to leave the stage. In the top were Land Insider, Louisiana Purchase, and Hollow Eve. Finally, in the bottom were St. Lucia, Yavska, and Madeline Hatter because she didn't make a fan. After some discussion, Land Insider was named the winner of the challenge while St. Lucia and Yavska were forced to face off in the extermination challenge. Seated at a table, the girls faced off over a meal of beef blood, intestines, organ and flesh. They both wolfed the food down, though they gagged at times. Later that night, St. Lucia is trolling around a music mausoleum. She sees a statue of a woman crying blood and touches it. Suddenly, a hand plunges a stake into her heart and throws St. Lucia into a coffin and slams it shut. Lori, any final thoughts on the episode, on the final judgment, on the extermination challenge, and on the extermination itself? Uh,
1: I... I guess I totally missed that Madeline Hatter didn't do a, a fan.
0: Well, because I didn't, because of the way they show the floor show. You didn't see that anybody did a fan except for Landon and one other person.
1: Yeah, I totally missed that. Is that I didn't know that I didn't realize that that was why she was. I I feel like I missed a lot of the this ending part. because I, I was like exhausted when I was watching this, but also mm-hmm. like, um, I I really kind of close my eyes and like barely watch the Elimination Challenge. I was
0: wondering what you were going to think about the Extermination Challenge. I
1: kind of just like sort of like would glance at it. I honestly was like, I'm not going to watch it. And then I was like, I got to watch some of it. Mm -hmm. And I watched, and I will say, I think that I, again, I feel like I I would love to see, I I want, I kind of would like to see an interview with St. Lucia just to see her, her mentality. Cause I honestly feel like it was remember I forgot ugh, cause I'm so terrible with names that drag queen who was in uh, last season, who they had to do that ice challenge where they like sat, they stood in ice yeah, and she just kind of like gave up. Like she was like, and every, and it was like almost like certain that she was not going to get killed, but mm-hmm. then she gave up and then she obviously got killed. Mm-hmm. I feel like St. Lucia was like that. I feel like if she had just tried she would have, Yavska would have died. But the fact that she just sort of, she almost did what Violencia did, but like kind of tried to do
0: it. You know? I'm going to kind of correct you. I don't think it was the ice challenge. There was another gross eating challenge. And I believe it was Dahlia Sin who like was like, man, I'm just going to kind of stop eating and pick at the food. Is that the one you're talking about? I could have sworn it was the ice one. Maybe it is. I kind of feel it... they all did the ice one, and they were all fine with it. We, we were th- us criticizing like that was not that bad, bad of a challenge. Oh, maybe that's
1: maybe that's why. Okay, yeah. I'm well. I'm just <clears throat> apparently with you. I'm just all wrong today.
0: Um, <laughs> Usually when a co- when I confront a co-host but being wrong, that co-host quits. So I'm like, well, you this is my last episode. Oh, okay.
1: Um. Yeah, and then we well we get the drama with uh Dalia Black. I will say that this to me was like one of those things where I was just like, okay, Dahlia, like, shut up. Like, I, I to be honest with you, I hate when people say, like, if you're going to call me a bitch, call me a bitch to my face, because I guarantee you, if Maxie was like, okay, you're a bitch, she would also be upset. You
0: know, like, well, it's like. even that part made no sense. Like, yeah. I'm not here for pointed conversation. Like, it, no, I don't have to find but that
1: see, part too. But see, also, I will say this. I think all. One of the things that frustrates me is that there is no like, there's no honest communication. There's just like, there's just heightened drama. Mm-hmm. So there's no like, Maxie could have just simply been like, cause I honestly feel like Maxie's comment was like a joke. I feel like she was like, we gotta talk about that. Cause I feel like, That, to me, is what you kind of feel like Eva Destructions was, which was a compliment where she was saying, like, we got to talk about how you won the whole competition. You only spent 50 bucks on your costume. Mm -hmm. But Maxie refused to. And again, this could be editing. But the way that it made it seem was like Maxie's like, oh, I don't remember what I said. And and it's like, obviously she does. Mm -hmm. And then and then uh you know dahlia just keeps going on and on and like i'm not here for this shit blah 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 and i'm not what it's just like okay like just you know nobody cares like i just i i hate people who are like i want you to say it to my face and don't say anything it's like people talk behind everybody's back all the time it's like just shut up about it you know Mm -hmm. like just stop pretending like that's not a thing so
0: Mm -hmm. i don't know what'd you think of the extermination itself
1: i was kind of disappointed because i thought when she went into that tomb or whatever i was like and the and the one thing was bleeding Mm -hmm. and the statue was bleeding i thought oh it's gonna be like a thing where she touches the statue yeah and then her eyes start bleeding Mm -hmm. and then or like the statue comes to life and attacks her or whatever no it's just that she touches the statue for like a long time and then turns around and gets stabbed with a knife like that's it and I was like, oh, that's there have been complaints online
0: that the that the exterminations have been sort of unoriginal so far.
1: I thought the first one was OK. I did think it was funny, again, that they she they put her in one leg at a time mm-hmm. uh, in that acid. But I yeah, I didn't really like this. I thought here's the thing. And this, again, is just going to be an overarching, as I've said many times, There's a a road that I feel like the Belay brothers go down where I feel like, oh, this is a good idea. And then they veer right. They do like a skin mark right to like a, well, I don't know why you would go down that road, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like it's almost like a shortcut where they're just like, yeah, we're going to do where she goes down. She looks at the statue and it's bleeding and then we're just going to stab her. And it's like, you can't, why not go, why not keep going? Why not Mm -hmm. figure out what happens down that road? Yeah. So, that's my only thing.
0: All right. Uh, I, I found the part with Maxi Glamour. Let's, let's, let with I mean, with uh, Dahlia Black. Here we go.
1: If anybody ever has a thing that they want to bring up, let's talk about it openly. As sisters, I don't do pointed conversation. Like, I would love to just talk about shit if you have, like, a comment you want to make. I just don't like all that, like, heated, nasty yelling, all that whole shit. And I also don't like, like, unnecessary shade. So, like, if you're trying to make a joke or something, like, that's cool, too. You can just tell me. But...
0: Who says that? Who goes, okay, Dahlia, I'm going to say a joke. Here's a joke. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Who's like, hey, uh, just so you know, in like 30 seconds, I'm going to say a joke where you're going to say something and then I'm going to comment on it. Uh, I don't know what, the, what you're going to say and I don't know what my comment's going to be on, but I just want to let you know that I'm prepared for and it. And I'm not here
0: for shade and I'm not here for yelling. If you want to talk about something, then just tell me. But okay and then it's just like and if you, you want to make a joke that's cool too but just warn me that you're gonna do a joke
1: but yeah like also that. it's like literally the the boudoir scene beforehand she was throwing shade and yelling yeah. so it's like apparently you're okay with it but you just don't want other yeah, people how about to the do part
0: it. where she said that she didn't see how eva destruction spent a thousand dollars because she works with because that's behind dahlia's black that's behind eva's destruction's back that's exactly what i'm saying yeah she's shady as f yeah, and that's what um, the other queens are saying about her, too.
1: So, yeah. I just, uh, yeah, right. I think it's ridiculous. Bullshit. I mean, I'm not going to directly, like, oh, you're a bitch. You know, like, I'm not going to well, insult should. you. You think I'm a bitch? Just say it. Yeah. Don't yeah. mumble it under your breath. Do it so everyone else can hear you, too. Go. What is, See, uh, that's, what I, that's what I'm That's what i saying. If I think if Maxie would have been like, okay, I think you're a bitch, I don't think Dahlia would have been happy. I don't think no. she would have been like, thank you. I think she would have been like, What the like? If Joe, if I walked up to you and I said, "Hey, fuck you," would you be happy about that? No. No. But if I told like Evan, which I do many times, Mm -hmm. God, I fuck, fuck Joe. You know, I mean, you wouldn't know about it. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly, exactly. Uh, All right, Laura. Any other final thoughts on this episode? There's not really much to this episode.
1: No, I. Here's the thing. I hope next episode is like crazy. My worry is that they're going to do like a thing where they have it be like the like each episode gets crazier and crazier so then by the last episode they're like, "Oh, look how crazy it is," but then like we got to slog through like, uh-huh. you know, four episodes and nothing. Mm-hmm. Um or that all of the episodes are going to be boring. So, we'll see. I don't know. I'm here I feel like with um all the extra money, they should be able to do more like, uh, you know, more exciting things. You know, they did the jumping out of the plane, which is great, but everything has been in the dressing room and in the theater. Mm-hmm. They haven't gone outside yet. So, I mean, I know it's only two episodes, so I can't be like, when are you guys going to do it? But I mean, it's, we're now three episodes deep. So let's, you know, or we're now going to get to our third episode. Let's, let's start showing some stuff. Let's start showing some, some TNA.
0: Alright, sounds good. Well, that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Hello Uglies. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect and deconstruct each brand new episode of Dragula Season 3. So, for Lori Roggenkamp and myself... Hello Uglies! Shut up. Laurie Camp hosts her own podcast, and they're all a part of the Bloody Podcast Network. You can follow Laurie Camp on Instagram at PickleMyth. Joe Batans is one of the hosts of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. You can find that show on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. You can also follow Joe Batans on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Hello Uglies is an afterthought media podcast.